Hi, and welcome to episode six of Joyful and Hope. I hope you had a blessed week. I hope you had time to enjoy with the Lord, spend some time in the Word, and enjoy what the Lord has provided for us. Just a brief recap of episode five, which was Living in the Moment, part one. Last episode, we talked about how many of us struggle with living in the moment and enjoying everyday life. We tend to move on from one thing to the next just very quickly. If we let ourselves get stuck in this behavior, we'll find our life will pass us by quickly and we'll regret not slowing down and enjoying the little moments that meant the most to us. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and do so. And now let's get ready for part two of Living in the Moment. I'm Stephen Adwarniak, and this is my podcast, Joyful in Hope. Hi, and welcome to episode six of Joyful in Hope, as we continue our two-part series about living in the moment. If you haven't listened to part one, please go ahead and do so. And now let's continue our discussion about living in the moment. You know, last week we discussed how we need to make a conscious effort to make sure we're not missing out on the little things that God has given us. Because when we come to the end of our journey on earth, those moments can end up being the biggest moments in our lives. You know, this week we'll continue our discussion about living in the moment but with a focus on how many of us live in the past. And while in some instances this can seem innocent enough, I'm just reminiscing about fond memories or, you know, memories I have from an event or a certain time in my past. And while that's okay to an extent, we can also go to the other end of the spectrum and continuously think about bad times or dark seasons we went through. You know, I've seen this so many times with so many people around me, from family to friends to coworkers, and I really wanted to take some time and break down these two ways we can get stuck in the past and not enjoy living in the moment. The first way this can happen is when we reminisce about the past or talk about the quote-unquote good old days. You know, I think it's awesome to talk about memories of good moments in our lives, and God gave us the ability to remember these moments as there are special times in our lives that are meant to be thought of and remembered long after they occurred, you know, not only for us to enjoy, but for future generations to hear about as well. I think it becomes a problem is when we start treating the good old days better than the days we are currently living in. I'm sure you've heard it all before, you know, with friends or family. Well, life was better when I didn't have this certain ailment or everything was great 10 years ago before this injury I suffered. And you could go back 10 years ago and that would be before you had the amazing grandkids God's gifted you with or the amazing career you're currently in or the amazing spouse you're with. So yes, you didn't have the ailment or the injury, but you also didn't have these other gifts that God's given to you in the last 10 years. And they far outweigh those other problems you're dealing with. You know, now you're so caught up with when you were feeling better that you aren't living in the moment and enjoying the current blessings around you. You know, another thing we can do is think past times were so amazing, but the truth is the moments we are currently in are much better than those past times. Myself personally, you know, as an example, I've had times when I wasn't fully satisfied with my job or my work-life balance or how the company I was working for was handling certain things. I prayed about it. I talked to my wife on how awesome it would be if I could move on from that company or get into a different career. Now, fast forward a few years later, and I'm with a much better company, a much better organization. You know, I'm much happier than I was before. I'm working for far better, you know, individuals that are around me. And now I find myself talking about, you know, that old job instead of realizing that God's moved me from that old job that I wasn't satisfied with to something far better. And I'll complain about minor things at the new job, but my wife is quick to check me and say, do you really want to go back to that old job? I'm like, no way. You know, within that, God's allowed me to work on my online business. 
And you'll work on this amazing podcast, Joyful and Hope, where I get to spread the good news about him. And that's truly amazing. And I need to slow down and be thankful for it and appreciate the moments now and not think about that old job that I didn't like anyway. You know, there's another scenario too, and I'm sure it comes with age, but I find myself and my wife saying, the music isn't what it used to be, or they just don't make the movies or entertainment like they used to. And I know this can go several ways. A lot of the new entertainment has become extremely explicit and sexual and is more worried about satisfying the flesh than the soul. There is other entertainment that is pure and refreshing, and there is talent in the world that God has blessed people with that we should be aware of and enjoying. If we stay in our little bubble from 30 years ago, we could miss out on the amazing things God has blessed the world with now. So I think as Christians and followers of Christ, we must continue to enjoy what is around us while keeping a biblical mindset in the process. Remember, the Bible says in Romans 12, 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Or what about the people that you hear saying, Well, if I could just go back to when you and I first met and we had no responsibilities. You know, they're reminiscing about the current relationship they're in, but when it first started 15 years ago, You know what they talk about? I didn't have a care in the world. Well, do you really want to go back? Yeah, those days were fun and exciting and they were thrilling. New relationship, getting to know each other. But look what God has done in your lives now. Maybe a house, a nice place to live. Your family's growing. You have great careers that God has blessed you with. What about walk with Christ? I know myself personally, if I went back to when my wife and I first met and started dating, my walk with Christ was not that good. I'm so much further along than I was at that time. So yes, looking back at amazing moments are great and something we should do, but it also shouldn't get to the point that we are depressed or not enjoying the present time because the past was so much better. You know, just like last week, we discussed not being so focused on the next thing in life. We also shouldn't get caught up with the memories and moments from the past that we are enjoying the moments we are making now. And let's be honest, the moments we think aren't that amazing now are going to be the ones we are talking about 20 years from now. These current days will be the ones we are saying, remember when? Or these are the good old days? You know, it is interesting that we tend to remember moments in our past as better than the present day that we are living in. You know, and after doing some research, there's several reasons why this tends to happen, and they're quite interesting. And let's slow down and think about it for a second. You know, when you reflect about the past and these quote-unquote amazing moments, you do so knowing how the moments actually played out. You know the ending of the story. When you were actually living those moments, you didn't have knowledge of how they would play out. But years later, that part of your life is complete. And many times it was good. It was the work promotion. It was a relationship that turned out to go into an amazing marriage. Or was that person you met that turned to be a long life or a lifelong friend? You know, it's much easier seeing these moments as amazing because you know how they turned out for your good. You know, another interesting thought is when we reminisce or think back on these amazing moments. Many of them are things we were doing for the first time, a first time visiting an amazing destination, a first time getting a promotion, first child, first serious relationship. When we think back, those moments always seem like they can never happen again. And it's not true at all. If we keep a close relationship with Christ, there will always be amazing first moments all the way along on our life journey. You know, lastly, as time passes, we realize some of our fondest memories revolve around a situation that in the moment seemed extremely stressful and then turned out not to be that bad at all. It's because of this that we have fond memories of that moment. 
you know, I personally could think of several moments like this in my life. You know, I've done many presentations and spoke in front of large groups. And there were several times I was beyond nervous. I wanted to hide in a corner and get sick before the presentation. I was not enjoying myself at all. And in the moment, I did not foresee it being something I would look back at fondly. But I did the presentations and they went well and I received positive feedback. And I look back with a smile knowing that it was actually enjoyable as I was growing professionally and as an individual. Now I see it as a fond memory and not a stressful moment at all. Another scenario for me I wanted to cover is, you know, becoming a parent for the first time. Whew, I was beyond scared and nervous. I thought I was so inadequate, unprepared. You know, how the heck was I going to raise a child correctly when I was a literal hot mess myself? The entire, you know, first year was nerve wracking, but my wife and I, with the help of God, made it through. And now we have three amazing children. And we look back on when God brought our first child to us and talk about how incredible it was and how amazing it is to have, or is to have them in our lives. You know, during that initial new parent stage, I was afraid I was doing everything wrong. But now I think with the help of God and my wife, we did everything okay. And I want to take a second. And if you listen to, you know, the first few episodes of Joyful and Hope, we like to start off by discussing our topic and, you know, diving into some research we did and then bringing it back to the main focus, which is Jesus Christ and what the Bible says about that topic. And I hope it's helping you as much as it's helping and guiding me. And remember, the Bible is the word of God and it is the truth. It is the blueprint for life and it tells us how we should live it. So what does the Bible say about living in the past or getting stuck in the past? Well, get your Bibles out and get ready. Isaiah 43, 18-19 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Or Ecclesiastes 7, 10. Do not say, why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. And I really like the next verse. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. You know, there are plenty of verses in the Bible that God makes it clear that we must live in the moment and live for the ultimate goal, which is everlasting life with Jesus Christ. You know, there's another way we can find ourselves wrapped up in the past. And that is when we dwell on dark times or hard seasons that we've been through. You know, I've also seen this occur with many people in my life, including myself. We can't, for some reason, move past the time, you know, that happened before. Or maybe it was a dark period of our childhood. Maybe our parents weren't the kindest or caring individuals. We had a bad relationship when someone really hurt us. Maybe our spouse hurt us. Could have been a bad situation at work. You know, personally, I've had multiple situations over the years at work that could have been very easy for me not to let go of. You know, I've had people spread rumors about me. I've had individuals that literally seem like their goal was to, you know, be against me or, you know, get me fired from the job. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away from pain and suffering people have dealt with. Many of people have been through dark, painful times in their life when it doesn't seem possible to carry on or we start questioning whether God really has the best intentions for us. But we have to be very, very careful that we don't allow these memories the ability to ruin the present day or our future. It can be very easy to be spiteful or bitter because of these times we've been through. It can also be detrimental to our health. It can be detrimental to our well-being. It can be detrimental to those around us. 
I've known many individuals over the years that are mad. They're holding grudges against people they haven't spoke with in decades. What good is it being mad at someone that doesn't even realize you're mad at them? The only person you're hurting at that point is yourself. Or you're mad at people from previous jobs that might have done you wrong or didn't support you, you know, helped you when you needed it the most. It can be very easy to hold on to those memories and stay upset about them even years after they occurred. You know, I know many people that are mad at their parents that have been gone for years. You know, I'm sure you've heard it before. Oh, my parents said this about me when I was a kid, or my parents didn't do this for me. You know, now these individuals are 60 years old and so mad at their parents that have passed away years ago. It can even paralyze you to the point that you can't move on or focus on anything else because you're completely stuck in these moments. You know, another scenario I've witnessed is when people are mad at other people for their life decisions, not their own personal decisions. Why are you mad at someone else for their life decisions? That is their life, not yours. They chose their path and there's the person they are now and you're mad at them because they didn't live their life like you think they should have. (laughs) Come on. Our own personal lives are stressful and demanding enough. And now you're wasting your energy on someone else's life decisions. And I'm sure you heard this before as well. If it was me, I would have done it this way. Well, it's their own fault their life ended up that way. I wouldn't have made that decision. I never would have done it that way. I don't know why they decided to make that decision or do that thing. You know, what are we doing? We're taking on the burden of past decisions of ourselves plus somebody else's. And whether this is a family member or a close friend, well, it's good. I'm not saying not to care or help people or guide people with a Christ perspective. We also shouldn't wear the stress or burdens or be mad or bitter at their life decisions they made. And also, don't forget, one of the Bible's key points about Christ and God, and that is grace. We have to exhibit grace through all these emotions and work through these feelings of bitterness we have, or we'll never move on, we'll never heal. You know, what does the Bible say about grace? On 2 Timothy 1.9, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. The grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. We should not be holding grudges or be bitter against people that have hurt us or wronged us. We can't hold grudges for years. We can't be bitter for years. Imagine if we didn't have God's grace. Look at all the mistakes you and I have made, and God forgives us and gives us grace every day. Or what about the book of Acts? Acts 20:24. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me the task of testifying the good news of God's grace. You know, we should be showing God's grace to everyone. We're never going to advance the kingdom or live in the word if we don't do so. You know, or how about this great quote from author C.S. Lewis about moving on from painful moments and memories. I love this one. Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. Man, isn't that right? Nail it, nail on the head, man. If we don't do that, we'll be hanging in the same spot our whole lives, and God didn't bring us into this world to do that. You know, once we accepted Christ, we became new. What we can learn from past experiences and we move forward, we shouldn't get stuck there. Even if our childhood was bad or our parents mistreated us, we should learn from it. And we need to set our bar higher when raising our kingdom children. You know, and let's be real about it. If we're finding it far too difficult, then we might need to seek out guidance or counsel from someone with a Christ-centered background that can help us through the pain and finally get across those monkey bars. I'll leave you with a couple more Bible verses before we wrap up this episode. Philippians 4, 6-7. through 7. 
Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. James 1, 2-4 Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, that perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking in anything. I truly pray you took some new perspectives about living in the moment and how, if we are not careful, we can think today is not as amazing as memories we made in our past, or we can also get stuck replaying difficult seasons of our life over and over again and not living by grace and ask God for his guidance when closing these chapters in our lives. You know, our life is like a book. And when we get to the end, we want to end it on a high note, with the best ending possible. We shouldn't be counting down our days living in the dark moments of our past or waiting until we leave this world for a new start in heaven. And the only way we're going to do this is by accepting Christ and knowing that even though you know we aren't where we want to be, we also aren't where we used to be. And that is 100% because of our faith and our relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I hope you enjoyed part two of Living in the Moment. I pray you have a blessed week. I pray you have an abundant week, a Christ-filled week. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a comment or a five-star rating as we greatly appreciate it. Also, make sure you follow the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes downloaded on a weekly basis. As always, I'm Stephen M. Warniak, and this is my podcast, Joyful in Hope. Thank you, and have a God-blessed week. Amen.